I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Anyways, welcome back to the 90th Minute Podcast. Week the podcast here in the 90th Minute. Yay! What's up, what's up? YouTube, Spotify, Apple, anywhere else where you are listening and or watching. Welcome, thank you very much for joining us. We go Wazinho and Lucas. Yo. And I am Liam. Big week of football, the life that we have been living, lots of stuff to talk about. I think we should get something really quickly happening. Yes. Manchester United, tire fire, <laughs> Harry Maguire. Well, just, 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 in a word, in a word. What, what, what happened? What? It's a constant. In one word, just give me really simply. Harry Maguire, stay or go? I mean, I like to see That's him go. one word. Go? Okay, thank you very much. Uh, what anyways, triggered well, this? Well, I mean, quite frankly. What happened? There was uh, the talks of the dressing room is split between it, Harry Maguire false. and Ronaldo. Was, so, you say came, it's false? He came out and said. Of course he's going to say that. No, he... If he doesn't, yeah, you know, I, I hate Cristiano. I hate being here. This Ralph Ragnick, he's a German fraud. No, he's going to definitely 100% say, no, that doesn't happen. Marcus Rashford goes, no, we are a big loving family. Everyone, kumbaya. Well, no, that's not how it is. That dressing room is a mess. I wasn't even going to talk about Manchester United as my first topic. I just wanted to get your one word reaction on this. I'm sure you're inside the dressing room. Listen, inside the dressing room, I can tell you what's going on. Harry Maguire goes, guys, I'm captain. Get behind me. I'm captain. And Cristiano Ronaldo goes, mate, you are absolute trash. Listen to me and Rafael Varane and, and Paul Pogba, players that actually won some stuff in their careers, and shut the fuck up. That's what happens. No, you're good. You're me, but yeah. So this is what Harry Maguire said on Twitter, according to the reports. This that is are Harry Maguire. Out. Yes, this is his Twitter. That's like that's like asking a child. And, and Marcus, did you did you kick the kid? No, I didn't. Marcus kick Rashford him. did the same thing earlier. They're oh. they're going at the journalists oh. as they should. Yeah, read the thing. Well, yeah. So he says, "This is what Harry Maguire said. I've seen a lot of reports about this club that aren't true, and this is another. Not going to start posting about everything that is written, but I need to make this one clear: We're united and focused on Sunday. Enjoy your day, everyone." Harry Maguire uh, talking about uh, from David McDonald about Ronaldo Maguire embroiled in power. Some power struggle, some bullshit. I think if someone's saying crap about yeah. you and you think that's not true, you're going to come out and say all false. 100%. But if someone also is bringing light to something that you're somewhat embarrassed about and you don't want to get out there because it would ruin your image and it would ruin your 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 accountability with the fans you're also going to re- re- deny it and, and refuse to believe in it i think it's kind of pointless to you debate whether it is or it isn't happening but, but look at how united have been all year there's clearly issues 
Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> on the field, there's definitely like, issues in performance-wise, but I think also in just... There's so many off-field problems this season. I'm not even going to talk about the big one. But there's been so many debates and arguments, and it just seems like the team's just fractured. I mean, obviously there's something wrong with the team, but some I'm sure there's a lot of cases of that is overblown in some to some extent. There probably is. And I, also, it's just literally the team is literally built so poorly that... Oh, yeah. I mean, really, they had the names that got people excited. They're like, oh, wow, Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, uh, have Euro- yeah. we have European final- European championship finalists with Maguire, Luke Shaw. Yeah. Are they going to re- uh, re- well, continue and build up another great season? There's a lot of excitement. But realistically, the side didn't, didn't improve a weakness <laughs> or at least a main weakness. Well, what was the main weakness? Midfield? Midfield. Sorry, can I, can I just put, uh, play this video? Over the mic as well. Did you see the clip of Cristiano Jr.? Yeah, yeah, say, yeah. Some, some kid asking him. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll play the video here. Ronaldo Jr., what are you saying, man? You having a good time? Yeah. Yeah, but United are shit, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, of course they are. Cut out there, but yes. Well, yeah, that was, was ESPN FC. They kind of uh, uh, censored. They said, yeah, the guy goes, Cristiano Jr., are you having a good time? Yeah. Is United shit? Yeah. <laughs> so. Does he understand what he's saying? I, I mean, assume the kid kid probably knows English, but like I don't know. I feel like he kind of just got baited into yeah, that. I kind of feel bit. bad for him. But uh, I, I don't want to talk about Manchester too much because really you have not been involved in this week's football that much. We can move in. Defeated Brighton. Lewis Dunk got sent off. I I, I had trouble keeping an eye on that game because. Yes, Real Madrid versus PSG. Yeah. Uh, we build it as. Mbappe's debut for Real Madrid, basically, and he did not disappoint. Uh, Mbappe does score the goal for PSG to go 1-0 up in that leg, right at the very end yeah. of that game to secure the victory. Pessi missed his penal. So, you know, washed up, just as, you know, Manchester United was playing at the same time, and Ronaldo goes, Sue! So, you know. Yeah, that was because we were talking in the chat, I... Um, Messi missed a penalty, and then Brett was going crazy about Ronaldo, saying he was greater. And I'm like, Ronaldo, it's not like he hasn't sort of a lot of goals recently, and then he just scores. Yeah, it's actually a good finish by Ronaldo, but realistically, PSG versus Real Madrid, clash of absolute European titans. Although, I mean, uh, to, to be fair, this is not the first time no. Mbappe's played Real it Madrid. It is not, it is not. But, but this feels more of like a debut because of all the, bit. you I mean, know, the headlines and, and, and we talk, rumors. We will talk a lot about, about Mbappe because he is dominating headlines as, uh, this week of football and everything. But the match itself, I thought it was a very enjoyable match. I thought PSG was much better. I thought PSG dominated possession, chances created. Danny Carvajal looked not like Danny Carvajal. His defending was all over the shop. Mbappe was tearing him a new one time and time again. Carvajal hasn't really been this. No. Thing. He's had some injuries. And, I mean, he hasn't really been exactly the perfect defender you, you in know, years. You know what's crazy about Mbappe? Is that just at, with Mbappe at the Euros, France got knocked out when he missed a penalty, he missed right? The penalty, yeah. And everyone was saying he's overrated. He's he, He's not worth the hype. And now. Fast forward a couple months, and people are saying he's the best player in the world now. <laughs> like, well, I, don't, I don't know if you saw the tweet that I made after that game on the 90th minute Twitter account. I said, uh, well, "Let me read that your tweet because I thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. It, it didn't get any likes, so I, I was hurt. I thought it was. If you haven't followed the Twitter, please do, or don't. No, do it. 
or I'll find you. Uh, if this thing was to load, my goodness me. Okay, here we go. The 90th minute, I tweeted it out. I said, in all capitals, with a gif of Mbappe, I said, there's only one goat in Paris. It ain't Pessy or that Sonny in it. Nah, it's Mbappe. Quit the tomfoolery and just admit it. And you wonder why the British hate you. I don't think they hate you, but they might despise you a little bit. With- Sunny in it, nah. Yeah. Listen, Mbappe is the true goat of PSG. The man has all the ability. He's younger. He's come on. Although the Messi's the, old, the, the he's got the, the name. One- Neymar's got the the image, and he's got the hairstyle. But he's thirty. The, the one- he threw his. Oh, career- he's thirty, so it means he's bad. He threw he, his career he- away to make more money. He thought PSG was going to be the one to make one of the Champions League. It's not. He got close. So what? He can do it this year. <laughs> he got close. So did what? Fucking half of Liverpool's team got close that one year. They were shit. They had fucking Loris Garius in net. He was 90 minutes away from lifting a trophy. Are you talking about the Champions League final? Champions League final. Loris Garius shat the bed. Shit. That team wasn't crazy. Loris I mean, Garius was like shit. three bad players on yeah. the team. Look, look. Tottenham Hotspur got to a final. So oh. Okay, to be fair, apparently... Look at half that squad. <laughs> Huh? Look at half that Spurs yeah, that, team. I mean, that squad was at their peak. Maybe Look just past that, their peak. To be fair, Liverpool supporters don't give a shit if it's like rated the worst final of all time. They won the Champions League. One hundred percent. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. But anyway, what I'm saying was, half the players have gone close to the Champions League final. That doesn't count. So getting to the final doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Well, Sonny in it. Nah, has gotten there. He's got a couple hairstyles. He's won it with Barcelona. And then he walked away because he wanted to be a superstar and have the headlines and have everything about him. They probably wouldn't have been able to afford him anyways in the future. Well, Barcelona would have had to sell him on Qatar. <laughs> but the one thing I will disagree with some people, though, is that people are saying, like, Mbappe, without Mbappe, PSG is nothing. Like, he carries the team. No. I mean, they have a lot of quality on squad all around. I actually, I, I, I talked about this, I think, on the stream I did for the uh, Europa League. I said, if you look on paper, you know, Mbappe moving to Real Madrid, I actually think PSG is a better squad. I think PSG is a better squad and maybe actually a better chance of him to win the Champions League. Hmm. But I think Real Madrid is the prestige a bit more. Real Madrid is, is the Los one. Blancos. That, it has the history, and I mean, you grow up wanting to play for Real Madrid, maybe not growing up, especially our generation, not wanting to play for PSG. I mean, if you are a 10-year-old today, yeah, PSG is, oh my god, they're Neymar, Mbappe, everyone, they have Messi now. And they're the super villain. Fiorentino Perez. Very good. Fiorentino Perez is not at, at PSG. Well, they're both super villains in my eyes. Who? Who is both? Uh, PSG's owner and What's Real Madrid's owner. Shaikh, whatever his name is. Al Nasser. Or yeah. yeah I thought you were talking, I thought you were talking about Sergio Ramos. I'm honest with you. <laughs> Sergio Ramos. Hey, did you see him sitting in the stands? He didn't know what to do. He was like, do I cheer or something? I don't know if what I to Sergio do. If I was Sergio Ramos, I would just go on off my seat and go t- take another player. I'll get a red card. <laughs> Sergio Ramos style. Even though he's injured. I mean, yeah. Mbappe, like, yeah, he is that guy that can bring, bring a difference out of nowhere. Like, not just this game in the Champions League. I, I remember watching their previously good match. Um, Not the one happening this weekend, obviously. But uh, the one against Renz, I believe, where he got the last-minute winner, where he um, you know, he could have passed it to Messi at one po- at a point there, but he decided to shoot for himself, and he scored. And really, he's, he, he, should, he is very confident in, in himself, and he has the ability. And 
think he deserves to be confident. Why, why, why do we think Messi has not done well at PSG? Why, why is he kind of failed? Not failed, but... He has failed. You think he's failed at PSG already? Imagine you're only halfway through the test, you already failed. No, but 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 you signed Lionel Messi, especially coming off of the year that he did, the numbers he's put up over the past few seasons. You're and, and quite frankly, you move to a league that gets rated as a, a poorer league, you're expecting twenty to thirty goals from the guy. I think so, but with a guy I, like Messi, he was at Barcelona for like twenty, twenty five years. I imagine transitioning from a much different environment to PSG. The first real you know, transfer of his life, really. Yeah. I mean, yes, moved from Argentina, but really, why did he fail? I think he's unhappy there. I don't think it's the right system. I don't think he wants to yeah, be there. And, I think and, you know Messi wants to be wearing the Barcelona kit. And and it's not like it's not like he. Uh, it's not like drastically Messi just turned into a crap player. I mean, just last year he was playing fantastic Barcelona, and Argentina, the, the, the Copa America was exactly was, was incredible. Like, it's it's not like he just turned into some oh, shy player. Not shy player right not now. Not by but <laughs> I mean, I've I've watched like you obviously still see like the quality in him. Like in the Rens game, he he pretty much was the guy behind that goal that was the winner for PSG, and like. He had a lot of injuries, of course. Pretty sure he had an injury after the Copa America. Yeah. Um, he had an injury through this season. He got COVID in late December. I'm sure there's been a lot of obstacles for him moving to a new country, adapting to a new place, new teammates. And really through a lot of the season, PSG has had a very difficult time finding a play style that is actually good. Because at mm. times... Either guys like Messi and Mbappe don't track back enough, or Pochettino sometimes sets up the team fairly, very oddly. And like, yeah. I find you funny to say that, but they're like just smashing the league on the season. They are doing. Yeah, they, they. I mean, they're who's the main competitor in league one for them like, this season? There's a lot of transitions. Teams in transition in league on this year, so it's. Unfortunately, they're, like they're uh, kind of just taking advantage of the, a, a good situation. Well, uh, I'll pull up the league on uh, table so we can take. But no, I mean, you had the 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 fairy tale story of Lille yeah. last season, and that fell apart really quickly when money became involved. Well, they lost uh, their goalkeeper. They lost yeah. their manager. Yeah. Uh, and then you look at teams like like Olympic Lyon, Olympic Lyon, Monaco, who have had success in the past. They are damn near mid table right now. You have Olympic uh, Marseille is second on forty six points, while PSG are on fifty nine. And really, the Don't most. Don't worry, Leon's on the comeback. I mean, and Dombele, let's I mean, go. You could argue the most notable person in 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 Marseille is Steve Mandanda. <laughs> yes. No, he's not. They have some all right players. Mitchell oh, Paye is still. there. He he does still exist. There's Milik there. Um, <laughs> Jack Kinder is there. Uh, can I, you know you know what's funny about Leon is that there's been a few different winners. Throughout the league's history in the last five years, compared to the Bundesliga, where it's just been Bayern since 2012. League ones had like well, you know Monaco, Leo win it, and then PSG, of course. And Syria had just Juventus for the that, all, yeah, it's all, it's all longer period. It's weird. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, Bayern has such a stranglehold, and it is money. It is they have the ability to go out and sign Leroy Sané. They have the ability to sign players like that. And, and and I mean the thing is there were opportunities to be thrown Bayern on a couple of occasions, was. but Dortmund, at least on one of them, I I'd argue two of them bottled it. But for the first time, Borussia Dortmund I think are making a signing 
that Byron are letting it slip uh, in Nicholas Ula. I remember you being very confused about this on the live stream. I don't get it. Because Nick, um, from what I read, Nicholas Sula wants to stay in Germany. Okay. And he isn't happy at Bayern because... He feels he's not really as respected compared to other players there. I think I can see that. I think there's a point when he was recovering from injury where, like, some Bayern, uh, like, high, at a high position. I don't know if it was Hunis or someone else, uh, said talked about him negatively or something like that. And I guess he just isn't happy with some people at the club and wants to go to a different I mean, environment. If if he if he does want to stay in Germany. It does limit, of course, the opportunities to him because I think he's a, a top tier center back. Maybe not your 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 grade A plus, but he's a very good center back. He's definitely going to be Dortmund's best center back. Yes, uh, right, we can talk about Borussia Dortmund center backs because I'm mad, big mad at them. <laughs> Matt Hummels, well, to wake that, up! <laughs> to be fair, that's just kind of how Germans are. They like staying and playing in the Bundesliga. It's very rare. You, you see guys could have used him. Can we use a lot of fucking players? Not just you know. Can can he play CDM? No, he can play fucking left back. Pretty well. He can play center back. Get rid of Harry Maguire. Send him down the row. Whole city might need a replacement. He sent well, him back Greg, home. Greg said they would take him with Fulham. Championship side. I mean, he's not that bad. <laughs> um, realistically, with Sula though, like Dortmund, that's such a good signing for Dortmund. Actually, I mean, they're also apparently interested in Schlotterbeck, plays for Freiburg. Who has been playing very well this season? I I think Akanji might be leaving mm-hmm. if that happens, and Hummels, of course, still the veteran, still a good guy to have in the club. But, but yeah, he can't really start every single game. There's certain opponents where he plays and he gets exposed because he's just he's never been a fast center back, but he's not as physically at the top as he was back during his heyday with Dortmund and Bayern. He can read the game, but he just can't. His body can't do what his mind wants to do, kind of thing. And it's unfortunate to see players. Deteriorate like that, but it is part of the game. It's and, part of, of a career. And it's even more difficult in the Bundesliga where it's a very high pressing league. And I mean, we talk about Bayern Munich and their and their control atop the table. They have had some interesting results recently. They did lose to Bochum. Bochum. That then was a they, sick game. <laughs> then they drew Salzburg in the in the Champions League. So, you know, maybe there's a, a couple issues happening at, at Bayern Munich. We know the quality they have. I mean, there's a few injuries. Manuel Neuer is out Alfonso for Alfonso Davies. Alfonso Davies is still out. I mean, there's no Robert Lewandowski goal-scoring record happening right now. He just seems to have quieted He's still scoring. He's still scoring lots. Yeah. But he's quieted down that tiny bit from has last he, season. I don't, I don't think has he has been <laughs> quieted down. I still don't think there's been a lot of attention drawn onto Lewandowski. Potentially. I'm pretty sure he's still like yeah. Every time he's I look still at the, got record. Every time I look at the score sheet, he's, he's on six goals. <laughs> how, how many? Twenty six goals in twenty two Bundesliga matches. Okay, well, I'll <laughs> shut my mouth then because <laughs> like, what do you want him to do? <laughs> <laughs> two a game, buddy. Two a game. But uh, the title's done in Germany. I don't see Dortmund challenging. Title's done know. in Germany. Title's it's done. done. It's six points difference. Ooh. You wouldn't expect Bayern to drop that, but. Again, you never know. I, I see titles done in, in France. England. Titles done in England. I, I don't know if it is. Hey, I don't know if it is. There's no way Man City's losing the league title. You're when right. Pep they're, Guardiola's they're not, they're in this not. position, he does not lose it. They're not. City sit on 63, Liverpool on 54. You yeah, it's game done. In hand, you have a game in hand. And we still play them. Never know. You never know, but I, I guess. It's, but it's very difficult against Manchester City. Not, not, just, not, just, squad. not just Manchester City. Pep Guardiola. You could lose. Let's say, let's say, let's say you lose Fabinho, 
and Matip. So you then Kanate comes in. Okay, center back pairing with Kanate and Van Dyke. Fine. You also have Joe Gomez. Midfield, you got a couple replacements there. You have Chamberlain, this and that to fill in there. But City, they lose Phil Foden. They have a list of players that can replace them. It's wild just how deep squad is. They don't have like the largest squad, but like they have everyone's just top tier. Yeah. And that's really the difficult situation with well, all of this. Lucas, tomorrow there's hope. Spurs, maybe they can beat City. Or no. Uh, by the way, we're recording this on a Friday, so Yeah, Antonio Conte's never lost four matches in a row. <laughs> Speaking of Antonio Conte. Hey man, I I I, I want to say I predicted this. I said Arsenal would finish above Spurs. I, I I just I saw this TikTok the other day of this dude. He was- went on a date. Uh, a Valentine's date with his girlfriend. Yes, yes. And he sees a, right a, 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 over his girlfriend's shoulder a table with Claudio Ranieri and, and, and Antonio, Antonio Conte. Conte. <laughs> so he's, his, his girlfriend, they're having Valentine's dinner. He doesn't care about his girlfriend at all. He's just Antonio Conte, Claudio Ranieri, they're two wives. And he's just hanging out. He gets a picture with them and everything. It's, Supposedly, they, they all, all three of them agreed, fuck Chelsea. Jesus. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> Um, but one thing I want to mention about well, Guardiola, you yeah. know, he loves praising his opposition. Mm. Uh, sporting, he said, first five minutes they were so so good. He's very annoying. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you, I, I, I understand I, you gotta respect your opponents. I think he's just trolling everyone now because he's kind of like understanding the English media and he's just like, I just mess with them. Like he, you know, he was so this. They asked him about when the Manchester City players went out and got yeah. drunk and I got caught on camera. He's like, man, they didn't invite me. Yeah, no, it, it's it's definitely his way of deflecting attention. He, he, he rather than talking about negatives, he he'll talk about you know, he'll turn into a funny kind of a light situation. He knows how to play with the media. He does, and, yeah. and you know, like he knows how to protect his players. He knows how to protect his club and, and protect the image or whatever. But yeah, it. He knows what he's doing. Is it well? He's a good manager. He's a great manager. I hate him. He's a great manager. <laughs> Pep Guardiola is no. the best manager since Sir Alex Ferguson. And I just can't stand the man. Well, I remember reading rumors last week. It, 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 apparently he was willing to resign a new contract because he wants to pretty much match Ferguson's legacy. And if he stays in the Premier League for like another five years, oh, don't worry. But realistically, where could you see him going? I don't know. Well, he might, you, you know, he Return could, to Barca. He could replace uh, Ten Hag at Ajax, right? <laughs> I could see my football manager. I could see Pep. What? Well, <laughs> to be fair, I was playing that football manager save, and then I left, and Pep Guardiola replaced me at Ajax. Yeah. <laughs> oh, GK. Well, I, I won the championship at Ajax. So. I, I hope Ten Hag goes to United. By the way, talk about very quickly because I experienced just today. I experienced something on FIFA career mode that I have no. I'll just get into it. So. When FIFA first came out, I started a career mode in the SPFL with Livingston. Because Livingston had the smallest transfer budget mm-hmm. of all the clubs. I said, I want to make a real challenge. My goal is to win the SPFL, dethrone Celtic and Rangers, get into the European competitions, and see what I can do. I'm in season three right now. <clears throat> I haven't won anything yet. I've won the Scottish Cup in season two, but I did an absolute brilliant job, let me say, of overturning the squad, making profit, buying a bunch of young players turning them into high overalls, selling a few on. I, I try to keep it realistic. If they are above 75 or so, I'd sell them on to bigger clubs because you're playing for Livingston, the SPFL. Anyways, I did everything kind of like realistic and did it right. Season three, I'm in a title race. Me and Rangers. It's come down to the final 
match day. We play Rangers. I am two points above Rangers, so if I get a draw or a win, I secure the title. If Rangers beat me, they win the title. Starts off poorly. Rangers are 2-0 up at halftime. Oh boy, we've got work to do. I score a goal five minutes after halftime. Okay, we're in the game. I tie it up in the 87th minute. So right now I've secured the title. Breakaway for Rangers. My goalkeeper, Kelleher, signed him on a free from Liverpool. Great piece of business. Makes an outstanding save. We counterattack. Boom. 92nd minute. We win the title. 3-2 on the nay. We've won the trophy. You think that's all rosy. Everything's good. Happy, happy First ever trophy, you know, title for, for Livingston. The board decides to sack me the next day. <laughs> what the fuck? I get You've been terminated due to our position in the league table. I just want the league! <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I can't go any higher than this! <laughs> my youth academy is stacked with talent. I have young players coming through that are just world-class talents. And I'm now managing Motherwell. Because that's <laughs> the only offer to me. I just won the league. <laughs> I, I sat there going, I was, I was so pumped. I just won the title. I, I, I lose my mind. If, you, if you're wondering goes, why we stopped the career mode series, it's maybe because of this. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just go, what do you mean you've been sacked due to your league stand? I'm first. Like um, the league's done. I've won it. I I held the trophy. Like I I that that was that was my day today. Uh, now I'm gonna go coach Motherwell. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna dethrone Livingston now. I'm gonna go buy their players and say fuck you, man. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, former FC Edmonton player Easton Ongaro. He scored today. He did in his move to Romania. Yeah, Easton Ongaro. Actually, I I. Did not know. My dad played against his dad. Oh, wow. His dad played for Team Canada as well. Yeah, he scored his first goal for Utah Ara today, uh, it, and he helped r- rescue them a point. It was a... Let me see here. He scored a... First goal in Ara to rescue pot and a bench draw. It's lovely left foot footage. Yeah, it was a stoppage time equalizer. There you go. So, I, I, I read big about things. That, I read about the team that he did go to. They are... I believe they're just about the relegation spot in, in Romania. Their 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 falter was goal scoring, so they brought in on Garo. Yeah. I mean, it's a first, well. it's a first division team. Yeah, and Easton, I think I'd say he's someone to watch for the Canadian national team. Yeah, he's a good can, forward. If he can, if he can yeah. establish himself in Europe and get going, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so. he comes from a footballing family, and, and uh, we wish him the best, of yeah. course. And uh, played him a couple times in FIFA, like I always say. Beat him uh, in FIFA twenty. I beat Easton a couple times. We had, we had a few you know wins and losses. I think uh, he rage quit against me one time, and then FIFA twenty one he'd whip my ass every time. <laughs> so he got better. I I got worse. Shout out to Easton. Well, you and, and he messaged me. Did he? Yeah, he actually. I I remember I I played him in FIFA. He messaged me uh, after our game. Hey, you're the guy from the nineties minute. Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe we need to get Easton on the 90th minute. Talk yeah, to him about his we, time I, in Romania. I, I, I was, this is like over a year ago, well, right? We'll, 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 we'll send Easton a DM. We'll yeah, see what Matt happens. Matt knows who he is. Like Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt says he knows a lot of things. He knows a lot of people. I don't know what Matt knows. Shout out to Rasta because he hasn't no, been no, here for so long. Throwback to that one time I ran to a professional footballer at uh, Staples. Um, to St. Ricketts. To St. Ricketts. I'm at St- uh, Staples and I'm, I see him to my la- my right and I'm like, bro, that's to St. Ricketts. <laughs> Bro, dude's photocopying papers here. <laughs> what the fuck? Why is Jose Rick at Staples? This guy just like won the MLS a couple years ago or something. I don't know. 
Um, and Matt apparently knows him too. His, yeah, his mom is aunt. Yeah, yeah so he was at like. Matt says he knows a lot of people. We just can't. Probably his aunt owns like a hotel chain in Jamaica. <laughs> probably owns four. Like, he should probably owns a couple horses too. Combs his hair. <laughs> He's got a pick in his hair. Um, we talked about FIFA career mode a little bit there. We talked about maybe our FIFA career mode, the La Liga one. Or time at Real Madrid. Yeah. Did not go great. Oh, it was terrible. That's... It was pretty bad. You were having an okay time at Atletico. Yeah. You and Greg. And the other one that we cannot name. That's he 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 he, he cheated. Yeah, I always cheat. And cheat. He signed Mbappe to Barcelona. You could have signed him. He was supposed to have no money. Probably. So he cheated. <laughs> but in a few sentences, Lucas. What happened to that career mode? We've talked about this before. We have. And it's basically the same reason why there was like no podcast for a while. Same reason why there hasn't been a video on the channel. I mean, we can't get together at the same time. Like, it's very to difficult. Continue that, continue that series. We need to get the Copa del Rey done, which involves all three teams. Oh, and the Spanish Super Cup, which is literally a four-team tournament involving three the three teams. And that needs us all together. And obviously, you haven't seen a podcast with all of us together. That's the reality. Yeah, is you think know, about it. We've had three. We've had two. He, he, I thought Liam had a great stream by himself on Thursday. I thought you did well. You should do that more often. I, I, Whenever I'm, you have time, do I'm it. I'm going to try. And I, I think that's something the ninth minute is going to maybe try as well. Just different people doing their thing. And if we can get I together. I do the TikToks. So you can do the streams. If we get together as a group, a great. Idea. If we can get together as two, okay. If one, you know, it is what it is. I actually really enjoy doing that stream. You know, I, I, I've never done anything like that. Not by myself. So, you know, it was, it, I liked being able to, you know, figure it all out. I like how uh, my friend Meg rated you. Yeah. She's like, you're the only one here. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay though. I, 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 I enjoyed it. I enjoyed hanging out, talking to people again, you know, make sure you are following us on Twitch. That's, where we do our live streams, so what are you laughing mm -hmm. at? Love the plugin. Man, you gotta follow the Twitch. The Twitch can get hyped sometimes, whether yeah. you're doing a live stream or uh, like, watch I them. heard Thry Guy was there. I haven't heard it. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about his job. Is he, uh, what's he doing now? He's organizing an EDM music festival in Chicago. Up the Thry Guy. Yeah, yeah, and then the one guy, his pigeons were laying eggs. Alfred Hall, I love that guy. <laughs> I hope Salka's doing well, by the way. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan, Vinny, everyone who just, all our loyal supporters. I know there's plenty of you maybe that we don't know, but to the guys that still, you know, follow along and still good to have a nice community. Yeah. Keppa. Can't remember Adam. Keppa the go. Adam. Nariman. Nariman! <laughs> um, I think, I think Nariman, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of guys that, that are always in the chat. We always appreciate you guys. And there are always the guys I, we, I see liking Instagram posts. I finally or got, I finally got somehow access to our Instagram account because let me see how many Instagram accounts I run right now. I currently have, I'm currently logged into one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight Instagram accounts. Problem. <laughs> Serious problems. A lot of Stan accounts. Yeah. Are you Cristiano Ronaldo lover? Eight? Yeah. No, I'm big fan Eminem. <laughs> big fan Eminem 99. <laughs> yeah. Love Eminem. FC Porto forever. Well, 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 we'll talk about the Super Mallorca, Bowl in a bit. My first love. <laughs> well, we'll talk about the Super Bowl in a bit. Super Bowl. Well, in a bit, but just like. Well, we can. Uh, well, um, one thing I just want to mention real quick, though. Canada will be playing their final home qualifier yep. in BMO Field 
against Jamaica. Their final game in Canada before Qatar. That is so hype. Like, we're going to be going to Qatar, man. No, no. This is the first time in my lifetime, in your lifetime, in your lifetime, that we are going to a World Cup, bro. It is. It is. Have, it's not done yet, but we're going to be going, man. It's mental. And, it, and, 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 and you'll get the comments that, oh, CONCACAF is, is easy to qualify, or yada, yada, yada. The fact that Canada is going to get to this World Cup, we might lose every single group stage game, and I don't give a shit. It's a step in such a huge direction for the Canadian men's national team and the entire program system that not only are we on top of qualifying CONCACAF, but we're actually going to qualify for a major tournament and deserve to qualify for that major tournament. You know, you can say, oh, if you get in by a, a fluky goal or drop points by someone else here or there, whatever. But we're actually going to get there deservingly so, playing great football under a great coach with a great system. And I think we can, I think we can cause a little havoc in Qatar. It, of course, it, like de- it depends on the draw. Of course, it depends who you're up against. You're telling me Canada can't, can't challenge some of these other nations? We have the talent. Well, they we have, have the most. The system. They have the most goals in CONCACAF right now and the least conceded. Like, that, that has to say something. It does. And I think the system that Canada plays is a tough system. And they have a tough system to break down for opposition. And we have players that can hurt you on the attack. Canada can can beat it can upset undefeated you know? as well. They they drew Mexico, they drew US on their turf, and then they came to our turf and we beat them. Yeah. And sure, the conditions may have not been in the Mexicans' favor. Well, guess what? We went to the Azteca. I, the conditions are not really in our favor with yeah. the heat and the the atmosphere, the altitude, the altitude. Yeah. Like no matter where you play in Concacaf, it's not going to be easy. No, um, we talked about the first two Champions League games, PSG and the Man City victories. Uh, you you beat Inter Milan. Yeah, Liverpool two 0 over Milan in the San Siro. Yeah, it was a tough game. It I was. would say Inter did play pretty well, but I think it just unfor- unfortunately for Syria just shows like kind of like this. There is a separation between the two leagues because the financials aren't the same. Like Inter had to sell Lukaku and Hakimi in the summer, lost Antonio Conte, and while they're still doing very well in Syria, those are still big misses and. Yeah, but Liverpool, I thought they played pretty well. Um, obviously, wasn't a perfect performance. I think China allowed a lot of players behind him a bit too easily. There's one point where he wasn't really tracking back, and Inter ended up Chalonoglu hit the crossbar. It's actually a great effort from Chalonoglu. I, I watched that happen. I was like, oh my god, that got close. But yeah, I think did a good job. Inter. Some players had poor def- performances defensively. Bastoni, I would say. Oh, Vidal was good. Vidal was okay. Um. But Liverpool made the right subs at the right time as well, and worked out. I, I, I think that's the, I think that's the biggest difference. Is Liverpool has a really really talented bench that they can rely upon when they need to get a victory. When everyone's healthy, like everyone's starting to get healthy, so like yep. the midfield depth is really good for Liverpool right now. Uh, I mean, Gota was subbed off at halftime. I don't know if there's an injury problem there or not. Hopefully, Luis Diaz though. He's been good so far. Yeah, he just provides something different. He's very, very a very unique type of player. I really like. Needs it. to get a left foot. Well, he seems like a player that would be left footed, right? Well, the thing is, the thing is, I, I forget what game it was. I want to say it was the second game for Liverpool. He had a chance where he beat his man on the left. He he, he cut outside. He was playing as a left winger. Cuts outside, beats his man. Then he has to try and get back onto his right foot to have a shot on goal. Whereas you look at uh, Salah or Mane. It's it it's instinctual just to hit it with whatever is your strongest foot. But maybe that's something that Klopp and Liverpool can work on. You know, he's still very young as a footballer. 
Hamilton Salah doesn't score too many goals with his right foot. But he, he, I don't think he thinks about it too much. That's well, the opportunity. And Salah you know? is all like Luis Diaz is pretty much the age when Salah came to Liverpool. He might be maybe a year or two younger than. Him. So. Diaz only twenty three. Diaz is like twenty four. Salah only twenty four. I thought he was older than that. I mean, he came to Liverpool I, five years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess it has been five it's years. 2017, I believe. Yeah, Maybe it has been. That's crazy. It goes so quick. We're old people now. Lucas, I'll be honest. You're very right about that. Jadon Sancho. Playing very well for United, though. He's been a nice bright spot recently for us. In the pile of shit, he's been the diamond. I, I'm not surprised. I, he's I'm... got Apple game time now because who's the competition? <laughs> some some Swedish teenager. Why the fuck is Alanga playing so much? He plays well. He's okay. I don't know that my manager trusts him. Your manager? You mean your future like accountant or whatever the hell Ralph is going to be? Whatever. I don't know. I've liked what I've seen from him. I don't think he's terrible. He Mr. Penal. Some... I don't know. Yeah, you missed a Penal. The bruh moved through. Oh, whatever. Sack him off. Get him out of the club. Can't screw up an L. Um, but I heard you were disrespecting Atletico Madrid. Was I? Yeah, on the well, stream. You, you said you said that they were boring to watch. They haven't really been boring to watch recently. Did I call them boring? I think I think Atletico Madrid play. But you don't very... even fucking watch La Liga. I think Atletico Madrid, for the past few years, are a very conservative side. They usually don't. That's a give fucking up... fancy way to call them boring. They usually do not give up many chances or goals. They score a couple goals and that's good enough. This season, they've been a bit shambolic, let me tell you. They scored more than Barca, but they've also conceded more than Barca. Yeah, they've been a bit shambolic. Either. I watched that game against Barcelona. I went, what the hell is happening? What is, where is Diego Simeone here? Like, they're open at the back. There's Go chances. Mallorca. Go to Mallorca, yes. There's, they're, they're open at the back. Chances being created time and time again. The wingbacks are being exposed every single time. When I think of Atletico Madrid, I think of, of just... Defensively drilled, no, no, no chances given up. Possession-based football. Then the results in 2022: 2-0 over Vallecano, 2-2 with Villarreal, 3-2 over Valencia, 4-2 loss to Barca, 4-3 yeah. win over Getafe, and then a, then the one like, loss like to those, Levante. Those score lines are ridiculous for them. Like Levante's crap. But it's shocking that they're conceding that many. And, I, and you know what? Okay, they're scoring some goals. I actually don't like their attack that much. I think with Atletico Madrid is lack of identity because they've had to try to fit in these players that come to their club and it's proven to be more of a challenge than expected and some of that has been sacrificed with their defense. Like, it's very hard to fit João Felix, Suarez, Griezmann, Carrera, oh. or um, get Lamar in there, get uh Carrasco in there mm-hmm. get um their new signing Brazilian I can't remember yes so I, I'm looking at their attack right now <laughs> Luis Suarez we all know his ability but he's old now yes he has passed his best he doesn't have the, the, the physical ability that he once did when he's part of MSN legend of the game great striker not anymore Antoine Griezmann before he left Atletico Madrid, he was such a talent. He was always a, a clinical goal scorer. Went to, to Barca. It fell apart for him. And he seems to be lacking quality. He seems to be lacking confidence. He seems not to be able to fit in anymore. Who knows what's happened to him? I don't really know what's happened recently. I haven't really been paying enough attention. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard too much about him. Matias Cunha, like you mentioned, the Brazilian, he so far has five goals, two assists, and 20 matches played. Quite frankly, I don't know much about him. 
Angel Correa, you talked about him. He's probably their best offensive player, to be honest. Ten goals, four assists, and 24 matches played. Those are decent numbers. And now the man I want to talk about the most, Mr. Joe Felix. The man that they paid so, 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 so much money for. Two goals, two assists, and 16 games played. When does time run out on the Joe Felix experiment? Experiment? He's a young kid. You drop so much money into this guy... And he has not worked out. Yeah, but let's say he turns out to explode onto the scene at like 25. And just starts getting goals he's only and 22. And... He is only 22 yeah. years old. He's, he's had injuries. But you look at Mbappe. You look at Holland. Mbappe and Holland are two different fucking beasts. But these guys... But Jao Felix cost the money of Holland, of Mbappe. With expectations of Holland and Mbappe. Everyone said, oh, he's going to be up there challenging for Ballon d'Or. Has not gone anywhere close to that yet. I mean, realistically, Anywhere he's still close. very young. Uh, he's had injuries. There's a point, I think, last season where there's an injury he had. He was playing, and there's an injury that was undetected, and he was playing through that injury. So I think there's been a lot of factors that hasn't helped him out. Yes, he could, he should be doing better than probably what he is, but maybe, again, it's a tough environment. Um, And i don't know what the best answer is i think you obviously have to be patient with the guy that you spend that much money on and you realistically when you buy a player that young you it's very rare you're going to expect something instant it hasn't been instant though it's been what three years four years three at least three he's been at atletico for at least three years for as long as this podcast has been going (laughs) But, but straight um, up, that's not that's not an instant. He's had his time. He's had his opportunity to get used to this to the league, I'm to get used curious. to the club. He he hasn't done it. And I I would say if I'm Atletico Madrid, I'm going. If we were to put Jao Felix up for sale tomorrow, you are not getting anywhere near what you paid for him. You'd be lucky to get seventy million. Do you agree with that? So unless Jao Felix turns around and becomes a great goal scorer, which I think he has the ability to do. Unless he turns around and starts becoming a 15 to 20 goal scorer every season consistently, there's no chance that your investment in Joe Felix pays off. Technically, they won the league last season. Theoretically. The league was a shambles. This guy just discredits whatever. Yeah, you like to discredit whatever. Those last, th- that last season, like, you not pre-round say you sound Barcelona like, and Real Madrid were just But shambles. to be fair, you're sounding like everyone who's discredited in Canada because Mexico and USA are shit right now. Mexico needs a new coach. Tata needs to get the hell out of here. <laughs> the fuck you? Mexico has the ability and the players to challenge for top of CONCACAF. They're being let down by coaching. Same with USA. USA's head coach should not be a head coach. He's a tactical analyst at best. Put him on TSN. He'd be better there. No, that's tough to say. It's not tough to say. He's good at tactical analysis. That's what every American I've ever seen says about him. He's great at numbers and stats and this and that, but he's not a head coach. USA has, we've talked about this, USA has a golden generation of players right now that are playing at top clubs in Europe, and they can't beat Canada that has Sam Adekubi at left back? Come on. Not a shot at Sam Adekubi. We I love, love you. Sam. We love Sam's you. We love you, Sam. Players, but come on. Look at, the, look at the talent that USA has. No, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. Of course I mean, I'm not wrong. Christian Pulisic just won a Champions League title. Weston McKenney, week in, week out for Juventus. Yeah, Sergino Desta, Barcelona. So much talent. Josh, Josh I don't Sargent know. For, uh, Norwich. for Norwich. Timothy Weah. Yes, Timothy Weah was not allowed to come to Canada for, for his COVID reasons, but he's a top talent playing at a big club in Europe. There's a lot of and top talent. the fact talent. that they're losing against Canada when Canada doesn't even have 
Davies playing? The or fact that they're not Stachio? even not even Canada, but the other results they've had it in Concacaf. USA and Mexico are being let down by system yeah. and coaching, which is what Canada well, was let down for years. Well, the U.S. they won the Mickey Mouse Trophy in Concacaf and thought yeah. they were on top of the world. They were the best team in our in our region, and look where they where they're be. now. They should be the best team in and North yes, America. Yes, it's a Mickey Mouse Trophy. Suck it. Huh. What? What? Playing the Gold Cup of Mickey? No, Mouse? not the Gold Cup. The other shit trophy. Oh, <laughs> the Which Nations one? League. The Nations League. That's the Mickey Mouse trophy. The Gold Cup has respect I, I to it. You're disrespecting the I Gold Cup. I thought he was I, too. I, I can't disrespect the Gold Cup because Craig Forrest lifted it for Canada back in 2000. Shout out Craig Forrest. I was listening to him on the way here. Yeah, yeah. Craig Forrest has had some stories, man. <laughs> I, I don't know how to Craig Forrest's mic, but he's just cutting it out the entire time. I was like, Shout out Craig Forrest. Like our podcast. No, no, our or podcast. Uh, let let, our let me. If I could pull up the men's national. I, w- I want to go over their squad because it. I mean, we we know oh. their squad. We don't need to Look go at their, over. Look their, their, their goal. Yeah, we goal. Okay, we're good. We're good. America is done. Let's talk about quickly. War in Ukraine. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Poland Lucas. play Ukraine. I don't know how that's gonna work. Poland play Russia. Listen. In one month. Look, we're not gonna get political here. We're not gonna talk about the situation. We're, talking, we're not getting political. We're just like world news. Quite frankly. The next month or so is going to be just wild. I don't know what's going to happen. You can talk about football, like why yeah. Poland is calling playing those nations, but what the hell's going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, there's a chance we'll see games not be played in a month because of war in Europe. Who knows? Hopefully not. And hopefully not. And of course, we haven't seen anything like this since World War II. Well, I mean, this this is probably more comparable to like uh, or a Serbian like the, the Soviet y- y- yeah. U.S. Um, arms race or whatever it was yeah. back in Cold War days or whatever. Name's old Just... enough to know. That. <laughs> am I the old? He's older than I am. I am I the old man of the nineties? Yeah, you you know, as for the with the top hat smoking a pipe. <laughs> Peaky blinders. Peaky fucking blinders. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I mean, in Europe is. What Europe is. Whoa, 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 be, well, the thing with Poland and Russia is because they already have like political tension, right? They're, yep. they're, they're very, they're, it's not a good history between those two on the political landscape. So to see if, if that match gets played, I'll be, that'll be interesting to see. Um, we, we talked a little bit about, about Champions League. Some interesting results in Europa League. Rangers. Yeah. How, you, you sent me a video. What, what, what did you say about Celtic? Well, in the, in the Conference League? Yeah. We lost 3-1 to Bodo Glimt. Yeah, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I went into that match with a lot of expectations, a lot of confidence. I, I, I think a lot of people forgot that Bodo Glimt scored seven goals past Roma this season. Bodo Glimt have had a, actually a very good European campaign. They, again, they were, they were in an unlucky group with Roma and a couple other big sides in the Europa League, so they dropped down to the Conference League. No, they started from the conference. Like Roma was. Sorry, yeah, you're right. No, but yeah, but but Roma was Roma was a, a, They were in a tough group though. Bullshit. They beat Roma convincingly. Anyone could beat and, Roma and they nowadays. were they were a very very good. Who was Roma? They were a very good club. Chosen against Mourinho. Celtic, I mean, they were well drilled. Their defensive was solid. I like how they you guys scored a goal and then they immediately come back. Oh, and... <laughs> I was happy and I was. I dancing. loved your reaction. The uh, Rangers winning. Or two Rangers over Dortmund. I mean, that's true. Actually, it's huge. It's a massive result. Playing, yeah, but you still expect Dortmund to have the quality to to beat Rangers, and I don't know what it is. 
Rangers team just do so well in European competition, and Celtic are crap. I don't understand. You guys it. lost your magic ever since you got those lights. No, because we had the magic. We beat Rangers 3 0. We were incredible. That's a different night, though. We were incredible all that night. A different night. What's wrong with Ange? I thought he's the chosen one. No one's, nothing's wrong with Ange. Nothing's wrong. I think the midfield underperformed. Tom Rogic. Uh, you guys still there? Tom Rogic? He's been incredible this season. He's been great. But it was Rogic, McGregor, and O'Reilly starting midfield, and I thought that would be a good career midfield for our creative players in attack lately, like Jota, Abada, and, and, and Maida started up front. But there was no defending in the midfield. <laughs> I was like, they just were exposed time time again. And Carter Vickers and uh, Starfelt were center back period. I'm still not old on them. They're very good. They're good enough for, for, for Scotland 100%. I don't know about Europe, though. It's only half time in the tie. We can still overturn it. Celtic have never lost a game. In the Arctic Circle. Oh, wow. We are going to the Arctic Circle. Will we overturn it? I doubt if I'm completely wrong. Hagen's technically not in the Arctic Circle. No, I don't think so. I don't know what the Arctic um, Circle is technically. Further north. But that match kind of reminded me of uh, Copenhagen Celtic. It did, 100% it did. <laughs> you walk into that game with expectations and confidence. Oh, we can beat this side. Uh, they've sold some of their best players. They have... Bodo Klimt did not play for two and a half months. They haven't played a game in two and a half months. And we walked in and go, yeah, we got this run home. Yeah, let's put three past them. And we were just defeated comfortably. I think Greg Taylor's going to be dropped for quite some time. He was torn apart at left back. I was just, I was, I was caught off guard. We will never live that again. <laughs> Unless never, there's ever, a Super ever. League and Celtic get a fuck ton of money and are invited. You never know, but. I hope so. That'd be sick. I, I. I, I hope we can overturn that second leg. I have doubts. I have a lot of nerves going into it. But you know what? I, I am looking forward to, to watching it unfold and just score a goal in the first 15 minutes. Give me some energy and we'll see what happens. Go I, you know, LA I, Rams. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'll be live for that one. Go LA Rams. The game, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Let's talk about it. Halftime. I know you want to talk about halftime. Yeah, so. that's not. Oh, really quickly. The game itself, I thought it was a good game. It's a defensive game, but it was a good defensive game. I actually, I don't watch NFL that much anymore, but I watched this, this game pretty much. And I, I loved everything game. about it. Except, I mean, I didn't give a shit for the game, really. But, but uh, the beginning was great. The anthem, the, I the rock. I didn't get to see any of them. I, I started watching the, the game right after It was the, the most show. like LA, California, Hollywood thing to happen. Was it? Yeah. You're the rock at the start, hyping it up. It was like WWE. I'll have to. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to find that. The on commercials YouTube. I didn't think were terrible. Sopranos. There was a lot that, of bad ones. Yeah, but the Sopranos one is what really got me because <laughs> I was just wa- I was just on my phone and I, all of a sudden I hear the Sopranos yeah, yeah, didn't play. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and when I watch it, and when I when I clued it of who was driving yeah, the truck, yes! I was like, oh my god. Sopranos like reboot that's gonna answer the question of what <laughs> happened the final episode perfect this is a fucking Chevy commercial like I was I so- they're going it's the daughter so therefore that means she Tony- survived exactly Tony Soprano's dead the kids are not dead this answers questions no it doesn't just here buy our electric Silverado fuck you and Chevy. I thought because you know the, the Sopranos prequel movie came out recently apparently that was shit I didn't yeah, I heard I didn't it wasn't too. great but uh there yeah there was hype about it but <sighs> I was, I, I, I was, yeah. there was a game, a small Game of Thrones trailer for the, their new, the new show, Fire and Blood coming out. The, the other, the other, sh- I saw that one. The, the other Chevy commercial with, uh, 
Doctor Evil in there. Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah. I like that one. Um, there's a Lord, the new Lord of the Rings TV yeah. show on Prime is coming out. That I can. I'm not going to get into that. I'm, I'm already kind of disappointed by that. I, I, it's a conversation for off stream. He's a Lord of the Rings super fan, and he's a purist. He does not support the Apple TV. It's on Amazon. Prime. Yeah. But oh, I, I don't just, support Amazon Jeffrey. needs that show to be successful. They do, or, or they'll never have a successful but show. Can I, can I be really honest? That show's not going to be successful. I, I, I have a gut feeling it's not going to be successful. I've, I, from what I saw, I'm, I'm reading the comments, and people are saying it's not like it doesn't feel like Middle Earth. It doesn't feel like a Tolkien. How do they know? I haven't watched it yet. Because it just, I, I know it's only like a small sense, like a minute, but it just it doesn't uh, have that. I'm sure it'll have hype. Yeah. Why do you say they need it to to work out? Because Amazon can like invest as much money as they want yeah. into these shows, but in order for them to compete with Netflix, with um Disney HBO. Plus, HBO, yes, because HBO has o- always has a show that's successful. Yeah. Um, but Amazon, they've spent a bunch of money on shows. There was a show I don't, I don't know what it was based you, on. You're novels. talking like like their own created shows. Yeah, their own created show yeah. that people subscribe to to watch a show, mm-hmm. and then they keep that subscription. Netflix mm-hmm. has so many. Yeah. Disney obviously has all their um, licenses and things like that. HBO's had Euphoria recently. They've had yeah. um, great this documentaries. This week tonight with John Oliver. That's true. I like John show. Oliver. Good guy. I love that show. So they, they do need that. Um, but yeah. No, so well, Amazon and Jeffrey Bezos and everything. They have all the money behind them. It's kind of like Manchester United. Amazon has well, all the money they need to spend. Well, they has, cannot put it together. Amazon only has one show right now that's doing well, and that's um, the, the cowboy one. The cowboy. The Yellowstone. Man. Oh, that's really it. That's Is that the, Amazon. I think it's an Amazon show. I, I think I, I, I don't know. They had um that uh cartoon slash anime. Yeah, um. I, I don't know. That's the thing. That's the thing with Amazon and TV they shows. Do have Miss Maisel, which is a good show, but. It's- I've watched a couple things on Amazon. I mean, I mean, I, I I've had shows on Netflix, Disney, Amazon. I've kind of binge watched, but the kind of thing is like once I'm done with that show, I'll then shop around to whatever yeah. show my next. And I, I I'm always about like a, a series kind of thing. So I'll watch the series and then go to the next one. Currently on Disney Plus, Bones. Oh, great show! Well, I've already watched it once. That related to the car- uh, comic book? I don't think so. I watch. Well, the, the recent show I finished was the Book of Boba Fett. That was good. Bone was a comic book I've read. Oh, I know. I, I read that too. I read that all of it. Uh, but no, yeah, the Book of Boba Fett was actually not bad. Disney has all like uh, the Star, all Star Wars, Wars and, and they stuff. got the Obi Wan show coming out in May. Do you want to talk about well, Marvel? Why? Well, because all the. Like... <sighs> I need to watch Spider Man. You need to. Yeah, yeah. You do actually. That's really good. But I'm not a huge Marvel fan. I, I've honestly, I've only gone into it the past few years. But I've gone into it. I've actually enjoyed some of the movies and stuff like that. But now that they've got like the multiverse, oh, yeah. like that, I think they're just kind of like making up characters as they go at this point. No. I'm sorry. There's a new Iron Man played by Tom Cruise. He has a mustache. <laughs> That's just. Weird. I mean, t- no. It's just they're finding ways to tie in all the characters they have. Like, there's, there's all these, there's, there is yeah. a different Iron Man. There's a di- Iron Woman. Like, there's, there's so many fucking different characters in Marvel. Now they're just all like, hey, everyone, show up. Yeah, it was just fifteen f- movies, fifteen it's just, shows. With Disney's like Marvel, three hundred billion. They don't have great. the license to like every. You know, they don't have X Men because Universal. I think not Universal. It's, but X Men are coming. In they they are, but yeah. like, who, who's Sony? Like, has 
a certain amount of rights to a bunch of characters that Disney and Marvel doesn't. So they're trying to get those characters. They're all, they're trying to make it all work, which credit to them. But Deadpool, I, I, I have liked their okay, movies yeah. recently. I have. Eternals. Did you watch good. Eternals? I don't think so. That, was, that one was. I liked the acting. Right before Christmas, I watched the second Spider-Man movie, and then I watched a cartoon Spider-Man movie. Into the Multiverse. Yeah, I was actually really. Yeah. I, actually I really haven't seen that. that I actually really good. like that one. Uh, a new one comes up this year. Yeah, yeah. You no. should. You should give Shang Chi a watch. I, like Shang I watched Chi. it. Shang Chi was good. It was good. Yeah. Too bad. I don't know the character though. That's my thing. Like I know Iron Man. I know Spider-Man. I know like. I, I didn't part. know the character, but I knew the actor. Okay. Simu. I can't say his part of all this. Uh, is uh the the uh, Kim's Convenience? That's a great. Was he show. on there? Yeah, it was Fair a great enough. show. That's where he started. So it was Fair cool. Enough. So it, it, it's interesting to see how that guy went from being the star in a Marvel movie and the dad, Opa, he's a star pilot in Star Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, Just a random cameo. Well, fair enough. Those um, guys are getting you know, the bigger gigs. But, right? but quickly, the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> yes, I guess it was we talk about that. Arguably the best halftime show for me. It depends who you, who you ask, though. I know some people saying Prince is up there as best. Michael Jackson. The way I looked at it, I think I like all those artists and I like the songs that they have. Yeah. I thought the halftime show itself was a bit of a letdown. I expected more. I, won't I lie. expected more energy. I expected I, a, bit, no, a bit more like movement. I, I thought it was all good. Like I thought it was fantastic. The music. The fact that they were just confined to like a but, little square, though. Yeah, but like, it, they, it, they, I, I go. I compared I get it to the last theme, year. I get the theme though. The theme was fine. I I what I watched was very enjoyable. Good music, good performers, stuff like that. But I compared it to last year with with uh, the weekend. Is the music better this year? Yes, hundred percent. The talented, more talented no, I didn't artists. Give a the weekend, but the weekend was moving around. There was the lights. Oh, and that's shit. who he it is. Was, it was cool. That's who he is. I don't expect Vibes. you know Snoop Dogg to be doing backflips and shit. Snoop Dogg's crip walking at <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl, bro. I loved his outfit more than anything. His all blue jumpsuit. But thing. I, I, what I got from Dre and Snoop, I was very happy with. Uh, yeah. Maybe they could have had nothing but a G thing played. I know they played a bit, of, a, a snippet of it, transitioning into one song. Uh, Eminem, I was he needed more time. He did. I mean, I know why they played you "Lose Yourself" because I'm pretty sure that's his most played song on yeah. Spotify. And you know, so I wish M had like one more song or two more songs because I know Kendrick Lamar had like two or three songs played. But then again, I think the more of the focus was on the artists from California. Fair enough, and I mean. 50 Cent hanging upside down. That was a great cameo. <laughs> I I was actually thinking like before a couple days before this Super Bowl, I was like, what if 50 Cent, like 50 Cent should be in this. And he shows up. And then Anderson Pock is there on the drum. <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't know who that was. He's I got a, torn I, apart I, by Brent in the, 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 the stream. <laughs> but it was... I, uh, I, 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 he's a drummer for the half of... of, of, of what? What's... What's the band he's in with Bruno Mars? Silk Sonic? I don't, oh, fucking, I don't fucking care. Know, he's but, uh, for some tiny desk. I don't know what this man was talking about. I was like, all right, Brett. But overall, you didn't like Mary J. Blige. You didn't like her. I won't lie, because I don't really have a connection to her. No, you're not a fan of Mary. I, I don't really know when she was big. She's been on a ton of songs. That's the thing. I don't think I've really listened to her. Like, she's, she's had a great I heard the song. Career, like, well, I recognize her a ton. When they first announced this, you were like, they said Mary J. Blige. I'm like, I don't really know her. She's featured. So, but yeah, and apparently, I mean, obviously she's built a good enough career to be on the fucking Super Bowl. But the question is, do we expect, um, on, on my, on, at Oilers Nation, they have their own podcast and I was listening and they were saying how they're expecting maybe another hip hop act next year. Cause this is the first time it's been a full blown yeah. hip hop Super Bowl halftime show. Like where did we'll announce where it is? 
I can't remember, but one of the guys, uh, his name's his 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 name is Wanye, right? His prediction for the next, Super Bowl next year is BTS. I could see that because BTS also has also performed with a lot of American acts. I mean, BTS is huge, and that'd be a great way for the for the NFL in America yeah. to get the Korean audience. Where, where is that, Lucas? Uh, Arizona. So, so I say that because there's no specific Arizona artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't. I, would you go like country? Let me check Arizona singers. I don't. I I don't think you'd go like country. Now, I was. Thinking, I could see BTS. Alice like, Cooper. <laughs> now I I was maybe thinking Taylor Swift because she's massive, honestly, in terms yeah. of female audience. But then again, supposedly she is signed with Coca Cola, so she can't do Pepsi. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Jay Z uh, apparently has denied it a couple times already because apparently the Super Bowl actually doesn't pay. Really? Yeah, they, they have to. Pay. Yeah, they or they don't pay enough apparently for some of these artists. I would like to see Drake or Kanye. I don't want to see Kanye doing it, but Drake would be Drake would love it. Ed Drake's Newman. Canadian. I know, but I wonder. I, I, but I know Bieber. They haven't done Bieber, and they like doing pop. BTS um, is a good shout, actually. Yeah. When more and more I think about it, you'll get... The thing is, the typ- <laughs> typical NFL fan is not going to be hyped about BTS with a halftime show. No. But to expand the NFL's global reach, man, BTS no, do. would do great. No, they do. Stormzy. Stormzy. <laughs> I wonder if they could do... Jamie Webster. I wonder if they could do multiple, though. What if you have BTS Blackpink? Straight up though, you have a boy band special. BTS, Backstreet, Backstreet Boys, and NSYNC all together. <laughs> One Direction, bring them back. Fuck yeah, Ozinho. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Bring but, back yeah. One Direction. Yeah, I don't know. I know Katy Perry's done like a few of these artists we know have already done it a few times. So I'm trying to think. I, I would love to see Drake. I think Drake would be fantastic. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about footballing-wise or life-wise? What's happening in your guys' world I'm recently? watching the Winter Olympics. Yeah, yeah. What's I want you to be watching about that. Sorry? What, what have you been watching? Uh, whatever's on CBC Primetime, really. But, like, a lot of, like, the, um, the um, freestyle skiing and snowboarding I've been watching. So, like, where they, like, jump off a ramp and do flips or the half pipe or um, they go on some rails and then do some more flips. I've been watching that. I've been doing that. There's been, like... I think the star of the Olympics is like Aileen Gu, who's uh, mm. American born, but she represents China. Yeah. I know there's a lot of controversy with her. Yeah. Well, at least for representing China instead of the USA, but like she's like, she's a star. And apparently last year she made 30 million and she's only 18 right now. I've been, I haven't been really able to keep up with them much because of the time zones and it confuses me everything when something's live and not. But I don't, I like, I, I don't know. It's weird. I like the figure skating, but Canada. The women's Canadian men's uh, the Canadian women's hockey team won gold against the U.S. Um, U.S. Canada women's gold medal hockey team on NBC averaged three point fifty four million viewers. Not bad. That's more viewers at any NHL game this season, and second most watched hockey game in the United States since twenty nineteen. Not bad. Fair enough to them. Um, I, I know. I haven't watched much. I have. You mentioned the figure skating. There's been a lot of controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With I, that. I I don't really follow. I just. Watch them. They twirl. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. Well, like the 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 young Russian figure skater. She's like 15. Is what she was. 
tested positive for heart medication, heart medication oh, course, but course. it could have been a steroid kind but of thing. But then she tested, she all, in their sample, there's other heart medications that are technically yeah. legal, but uh, then there's one illegal one. Controversy is massive. And the huge, con- I've been, like, I've watched so many videos about that because it's, like, insane. Like, literally, there's child abuse going on with that. With Yo, the Russian probably, yeah. Because, wild. like, Coach Aritza, or whatever her name is, is literally what you picture a... Uh, evil villain <laughs> like I mean, I mean russia as a russia as a country are already bad when it was olympics so they're playing under the russian olympic confederation right so but like literally like she pretty much gets skaters from a young age and con- trains them constantly consistency oh. and all about the jumps which doesn't help the body and they're, they're developing bodies through puberty and stuff like that and how they do their tricks um they get injured easily mm-hmm. and they end up there's been like no Russian skater that's pretty much been successful, or even even skated after the age of eighteen. Like uh, the the Olympics are just the the epitome of high pressure, high stakes kind of thing. I mean, they're only once every four years, but it's just to get to that point and to have that one moment where it's perfection. It's just like, oh my goodness! But the fifteen-year-old, like, she was the IOC wanted to ban her for the rest of the Olympics. Yes, yeah. But then the the court of arbitration of sport. Uh, they allowed her to compete. And that's the same one that allowed Manchester City back in the Champions yes, League. <laughs> and literally, on the she was the last one to go, and she completely choked it. Mm. And I don't blame her at all because she probably shouldn't have been allowed to compete yeah. anyways. And she probably uh, mentally wasn't focusing or whatever. Yeah. And the coach afterwards, like, criticized her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like insane. And then. And then, like the the Russian skater who finished second place, she was yet mad at the coach because she thinks she should have won gold, and she was mad at the coach and said she never wants to go on the ice ever again. And then the person who finished first, who's also Russian, is just like, "I've won, but I feel empty." <laughs> it's like it's so crazy, like that. Then now there's a lot of talk about raising the age limit for the Olympics because mm. right now it's like 15 or whatever. Probably should. I won't lie. It's fucking young to go to the Olympics. But imagine being 15 and good enough to go to the Olympics. All this reminds me is of that fucking show on Netflix, that chess show. The yeah. Queen's Gambit? Yeah, that's I, I didn't watch it. Oh, that's so good. I mean, that could, you forgot I mean, the there, name. I mean this, this event in general can have a documentary of itself. Oh, it will. In like five years. And they always do. I mean, I mean the, yeah. I don't know. Apparently, a lot of people think, like, with this coach, like, apparently, she's, her skaters are more favored by the judges as well, because there's been... So much corruption. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was. I th- it was. I think it was men's snowboarding. I, th- I want to say that the ma- the 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 snowboarder was from Russia or Japan. One of them. The American judge intentionally. No, yeah, it is. Okay, the Russian went first, and then the the Japanese uh, snowboarder. The American judge intentionally gave the Russian snowboarder a lower score. The Japanese want a higher inflated score to get the Japanese judge to give the American snowboarder a higher score, which would then help them win gold. I was like, are you supposed to be independent and not favor? It's just ridiculous. Usually with judges, though, they usually don't count the ones of the same nation or the highest or lowest score, I believe. Fair enough. I... I don't. I I watched a little thing. It was just like it, because of uh, the American was going third or fourth, something like that. The, the order that it was in, he gave that guy a higher score. They would give favor. To, it's like 
the, the geopolitics of this all is, is like the biggest game of chess you've ever seen in your life. Imagine snowboarding out a snowy hill. <laughs> yeah, there's there it, the, the Olympics. Like, I love the Olympics, but like, there's some things that's happened in this one specifically that kind of taints it a little. Like, especially the figure skating and stuff like that, which like got a lot of the headlines. Hmm. And like with the figure skating, like some of the skaters that like the skater that finished second, I thought the one that finished third from Japan was better than the second place one. <laughs> That's the thing. We sit there going, "Well, that one's better. That one's but, worse." Well, I mean, we, what do we know, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm an Olympic Andy. I don't know anything. Olympic <laughs> Andy. Um, I I think I've always, I think I've always favored the Summer Olympics a little bit more. Yeah. <clears throat> I I and also one thing I do like whenever I'm watching because, a lot of the events happen while I'm sleeping, but like. The last few days of the Olympics, it just seems like there hasn't really been that much. There's like one cool event and then yeah. just curling and well, if you like curling, cur- if you like curling, fucking, cool. But I, it's, it's not boring. my, it's not my sport. Curling's I like fun. to watch. I like curling. I played curling. So you were in high school curler, junior high and high school. Hi. That looks like you'd fit so well in a fucking curling home. Curling home. What the fuck's a curling home? Curling arena. You look just fit in the crowd, the old folk. Man, let me tell you that curling that that curling place had the best poutine I've ever had in my oh, life. It no. was so good. Um, I, I like the Olympic events, winter and summer, that are just calculated by speed oh, or yeah. weight or not just this guy was better because it's opinion based and i think i think politics do get involved in that and corruption it's and bribery weird that we've had two olympics so close to each other yeah i don't think we've ever had a summer than a winter and i think it does hurt that it's on the other side of the world and it's not in our time zone you don't get to watch as easily like i i i love watching olympics when when they're you know, our time zone or, you know. But then those people in those parts of the world get to yeah. it more. That's fair, that's fair. Like, Good way to grow other sports. Yeah. Anything else we want to talk about this week? No, I kind of want to go home and watch the Kanye West documentary. Supposedly he's going to charge 500 American dollars to listen to his new album, Donda 2. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get Kanye sometimes. The entire Kanye West situation recently. Uh, but you know he's got to pay for his divorce now, so uh, he's rich enough to pay for it. No, he, he was like close to bankruptcy, was he not? What? Was he not close to bankruptcy recently? Know, Kanye West. He's just a lunatic. Anyways, uh, I think for a weekly podcast, that was actually a really good conversation. So hopefully, you guys at home have enjoyed it. Remember to leave a like on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the podcast channel on YouTube. Uh, also. Audio apps, Spotify, Apple, all the other ones. We really do appreciate the listeners. So hit us up on the DMs, on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Get in contact with us if you have any questions or a topic you want us to talk about next week. But from the three of us, from Greg, Brett, and Rasta, then yet another week beautiful game. And we will see you next time. Ta-ta. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.